When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Bird Show. Kristen, Jimmy is how old now? Two and a half. Two and a half. Cassie, your kids are how old now? Three and a half and 21 months, which is almost two if you don't speak monthies. I'm just going to tell you because I've been where you're about to go, all right, uh, at some point. At some point, you're going to realize there are going to be certain instances where you are actually rooting against your kids. You oh, want- I'm right there with you. It's already happening. I literally just had that thought over the weekend and was going to submit it as a personal story. <laughs> and then I saw that it was on the schedule. <laughs> All right. Let's hear yours because I'm certain mine has changed over the last two weeks. Now, as they're growing up, I will say this, that, you know, as Hollis, my 16 year old now who's playing in soccer tournaments that I know if they keep winning, I'm going to have to be there all weekend. <laughs> so going, so on the drive up, you know, like enthusiastically giving him his motivational speech, but in the back of my head going, God, I hope you guys are knocked out today. <laughs> so I don't have to spend the whole time there, right? I have done that in the past, but now he's so excited about it that I almost hate to say it. And it has everything to do with the show Lioness. Yes, have you seen Lioness yet? I haven't watched it yet, but uh, yet, but I, it's getting really good ratings. It's really, really great. Well, without giving too much away, Zoe Saldana and Nicole Kidman are in it, right? Yes. Uh huh. Without giving too much away, there's a scene in there where a bunch of kids are sixteen-year-olds are driving, and they're teenagers. <laughs> okay, and the driver of the car is looking over at a video, like a TikTok, that another teen is watching. And something really bad happens to that car. Yeah, I would imagine distracted driving causes a lot of accidents. Really bad. Mm. So ever since I saw that scene, uh-huh. Hollis is supposed to get his driver's license mm-hmm. in T-15 days. He's been working really hard on it. Studying. Hard. I mean, really hard. Like a long online course. He and I are in the car all the time. I've spent money on driving, um, a driving school for him also. I've been just right there with him, enthusiastic. There's part of me hope he doesn't pass that test. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a lot, but the fear now after watching that scene again is just like, Every time he leaves the house, I feel like mm-hmm. it's when you, you think can't be about secure it, about that. It, when you think about it, and if you, especially if you're in a larger city with a lot of highways, the idea of a 16 year old being behind the being behind the wheel of a car seems so stupid. My 16 year old has said to me, "It's stupid for 16 uh-huh. year olds to be able to drive." <laughs> I, I I agree. Concur. Yeah, I what, do. What's yours? What are you hoping your kids fail? Anybody want to get in on this? One eight five. This is not where I was going, but maybe we can. Uh, is there anything that you are hoping that your kids fail at right now? <laughs> 
Secretly, one eight five five Bircha. I recognize that this makes me a bad, unsupportive mother and parent. My daughter, we were hanging out this weekend, and she um, hanging out. She's three. I have to look after her. Okay, like, <laughs> obviously, it sounded that we're hanging out. No, I was looking after her because I'm her mother, and she needs me. But Did she wake up and go, Mom? Is there anything on your schedule today? You want to hang, yeah, hang out? <laughs> Do you want to go to a winery together? Which is where we were, but she was not drinking. But um, so we're sitting there, and she goes, Mom. Can I be a doctor when I grow up? And of course, my heart was like, <laughs> yes. Mom, can I be a teacher when I grow up? And I was like, yes, you could do that too. And I was like, some doctors are even teachers. They teach people medicine. And then she goes, can I be an astronaut when I grow up? And I was like, no, you cannot be. An- I didn't say that. I said yes. But internally, I'm like, no, you cannot leave this planet and do a dangerous job. Like, I don't want you, which being an astronaut, I think any parent hearing their kids say, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up, especially like a little girl girl going to, into STEM, you're yes. like, I've done something right. Yeah. And I'm like, she hates me so much, she wants to leave the planet. <laughs> she can't get far enough away from like, me. I'm going to start showing her space movies like Gravity with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. I'm like, do you want that? No, stay here on the ground. Thank you. So you're not like exactly hoping for failure just yet. You're just pointing her into a different direction. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to point her in any direction. I'm not going to encourage it, and I am also not going to detract from it. She can make her own choices in life, but I am secretly hoping that she fails like whatever math test she need to get into space school. Okay, let's normalize feeling like we be really cool with our kids failing. Uh, Carly, good morning. You are on the Burt Show. Hi. Hi. So it's actually like my mom was like really wanting me to start driving and everything. And I kind of wanted to fail because I didn't want to drive because I was scared of driving uh-huh. because of everything you're scared of happening to haul us and stuff with driving. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite. So did you it's blow funny. the test on purpose? No, because I, I'm just very competitive. So <laughs> <laughs> could lose. Okay. I guess you're just running into a fire hydrant on purpose. I got to get this thing over with. Uh, good morning. Anita, you are on the bird show. Hi. Hi, good morning. All right, confession oh God, time. So what do you, I want my daughter to fail yeah. at dancing. At dancing. Mm. Okay. And Give, why is that? So currently, <laughs> she is in competitive dance, ballet, tap, cheer, gymnastics, everything. Ooh. The schedule is ridiculous. And I tell her all the time, I just wish you were mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> that is good parenting right there. Yeah, mediocre. Yep, set the bar right there in the middle. Not too high, not too low. Just right in the middle. What a great way to tell your kid they're excellent yeah. without like, yeah. being like, you're so amazing. Just like, I wish you were mediocre. <laughs> so they know they're good. Worst come to worst, you can do what my dad did. When I came home and told him I passed my test, he still wouldn't let me drive because he said I didn't pass his test. Oh. <laughs> Hollis would never butt by that, though. He's probably a better driver than I am, to be honest with <laughs> you. How many times has he run into the garage? Uh, he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't done it yet. Yeah. The Burt Show. All right, so the email is, does the line in the sand apply to marriages, too? If you've got something going on in your life you want to share with The Burt Show, we'll try to get you guys some advice from around the country. Hit us up at thebirtshow.com. Hi, friends. First off, I just want to say I love y'all. I've been listening since I was in high school when my mom would have y'all on in the car on the way to school. Now, as an adult in my 30s, I no longer live in a syndicated city, but listen to the podcast every day and love it. Also, Abby is amazing. I know. Anyways, (laughs) to my problem, I've heard for years Bert's endorsement of the line in the sand day. Typically, this is in regards to wanting to get engaged. 
My question is, do you think this can do you think this can apply to a marriage or more spe- specifically ending a marriage as well? My husband completely forgot about our ninth anniversary last week. Oops. Oh. Busy, busy, busy. No card, no gift, no flowers, nothing. A little backstory, my husband and I have been married for our nine years, together for 13, have two great kids, ages six and two, two dogs in a fenced-in yard, picture-perfect, all-American family. Like most couples, our marriages have had our challenges. Also, like most couples, we don't do all the things we used to either because life. We both work full-time, I carry basically all of the mental load and the responsibilities in the home. The past few years, I have felt unhappy in our marriage and felt like I was the only one putting in effort. I know the rules of the line in the sand day and verbally expressed to my husband that I need help. I told him specifically what I needed, what I needed to feel seen, heard, and loved. One of those things was our anniversary. He put a reminder in his calendar. We even discussed it the weekend before. It came and went. I came home that day with a card and a small gift bag of his favorite candy snacks. As soon as I walked through the door, I saw it come over him. He completely forgot. Mm. He apologized multiple times, told me how much he loves me and the life we've built. He did seem genuine, but I was gutted. Am I over-exaggerating to use this as a line in the sand day or final straw? If our marriage was that important, he would have made it a priority to remember and acknowledge it, right? My heart is broken. I never thought we'd end up here. I don't want this to end, but I also know I deserve more. I'm tired of feeling like I'm the only one trying. When do you know it's not just a hard season of life and it's just your life? Ooh. Mm. Wow. That's wow. That is. Damn. That's a long season. That That's, <laughs> that's one long season. <laughs> I feel like that took the wind out of me. Yeah, man. I would love any and all advice, uh, specifically Bert's as the only one on the show to have made this incredibly difficult decision. Thanks in advance, Anonymous. <sighs> oh, so much pressure. Um. This is a really, really tough one, man. I mean, because me and my ex-wife were working and working and working through it. I think I told you guys, I don't want to paint the painful picture again, but at some point I just realized that the love was gone. And at that point, that was it. You know, she asked me over dinner one night, do you still love me? It's the hardest five seconds of my life uh, to say, I'm not in love with you. Um, And that was it for us at that point. But I would have kept fighting and kept fighting. We're so, we wanted to keep the family together so much for the kids that we both realized like we're both fighters. We would have fought and fought and fought for this marriage. But at some point the love was gone. It's just so different with marriage. I don't know if a line in the sand applies to it. I don't Um, think so either. I don't think it does, man. When your communication is so key that having that imaginary line in the sand day that like y'all need to go like you need to do therapy. You need to do like couples counseling, marriage counseling, like especially when you got two kids who are younger in the mix, you deserve everything you've expressed. Um, And that anniversary slip up isn't minor. Like, mm-hmm. that's a major mm-hmm. slip up, especially when you were so adamant about how important it was and for him to still forget. So, um, I'm sorry, but I don't think a line in the sand day applies here. God, this is so heavy. Um, so, I, I did make a vow to myself and my ex-wife did also that we would try everything that we could in the marriage, right? And I think that you really have to get to a point where you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I have tried absolutely every-. If you're leaving, especially kids, if you're making that decision, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I 150% gave everything. But I will also say this, that 
the relationship doesn't have to get to a miserable point for you to take off also. It can be bad. It, I've made this mistake in the past too. Exhausting and exhausting the relationship to where it's miserable and it never had to get like that. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough decision to make. Yeah, I'm just so heartbroken for her because I know how rough it is when you give somebody expectations and you say, hey, I'm really needing this, this, and this. And you're putting yourself in such a vulnerable position to lay out what you're hoping for and then for them to see what you've asked for and to absolutely knock it down has got to have you feeling bad. So... I'm with y'all. I don't think a line in the sand is good, but mm, I definitely think there needs to be another conversation. I don't think a line in the sand is good either, but Mm -hmm. I I do realize that she has said she's been unhappy for the past few years, and this just might be the final straw. So if that's the case, maybe she does really need to pay attention to if it is time for her to go, and this is not just the season. Life is short, but it's also very long. (laughs) It can be very, very long. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment. Bus. Taylor Swift's boyfriend's football game was last night, and you better believe <laughs> Swifties tuned in. Go Taylor's boyfriend. So a lot of Swifties on Twitter were like, if I missed the last few seasons of the Chiefs, will I need a recap for this episode? And Carson Daly was like, I got you. So he took it upon himself to educate the Swifties in a language they might understand. I don't know when this trend started. I think it was a weatherman, like years and years and years mm-hmm. ago that got national attention, and it just won't stop. Oh, inserting yeah. like song titles and to segments and reports. I'm as down with this as I am with gender reveal parties. (laughs) (laughs) She just has so many songs that you can literally just construct sentences with them. But my question is, who's going to educate the NFL on Swifty culture? Because in the middle of the Chiefs versus Jets game last night, they decided to flash to Cornelia Street, the street sign, which is a song that she has, which is a tragic song about her (laughs) ex-boyfriend, Joe. (laughs) So the NFL has fully embraced this oh, God, yes. Yes. and are yeah. like like exploiting this to the nth degree. Do you know how many people are watching Chiefs games in the NFL for the first time now or have no idea what NFL even stands for, but now they've got a Chiefs jersey? <laughs> what would Swifties do if the NFL like put their cleat down and they're like <laughs> They were like, no, this is not about Taylor Swift. This is about football. This is about the reigning Super Bowl champions Mm -hmm. going against the Jets who lost their quarterback at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And they refused to show her in the suite with Ryan Reynolds and Blake Mm -hmm. Lively Mm -hmm. and Sophie Turner and Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah, it's a very believable theory that because the NFL doesn't even like to make money. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so so dumb for them to do. They've been trying to figure out for decades how to market to this demographic. They're like, how do we get women interested in the NFL? You get Taylor Swift in a box and boom, we're watching. Bam. So we're not, we're not going to address the obvious that uh, the Chiefs are not supposed to be out here struggling to the Jets and had, <laughs> had, had the worst game that, that they've would, had in quite some time. Wait a second. So you're going to talk about football? When we're talking about a football game? You're right. I, I shouldn't have did that. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Now, did you say she went out with all, like, the players' wives the night before? Yeah, the night before, she went to this very exclusive Italian spot in Soho called Emilio's Bellato, and she was spotted with Brittany Mahomes and a bunch of other Chiefs wags, Sophie Turner and um, Blake Lively as well, and her sister. And you know what? I said this on my Instagram. I I know Brittany Mahomes is a controversial figure. I don't know why. I watched that documentary. I, I think she's a... 
She's a really fun, goofy chick. So I thought at first it was just because people thought she was annoying and obnoxious. And I was like, they said that about Taylor Swift for decades. And look at her now. Like, people are obsessed with her. So at first I was like, this is really great for Taylor Swift to stand by her. I didn't realize Britney had some other sketchy things that she had done in regards to defending Jackson Mahomes, which I don't necessarily oh, stand by. Oh. Um, didn't know that before I posted. But at the same time, I do think, I, I think it's really cool of Taylor to support other women when the internet literally wants to take down Britney Mahomes. So just so we're educating all the way around. So Jackson is Patrick Mahomes, who's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. His brother... Right? Yes. And what was she defending that was controversial? So he is currently charged with sexual assault and she came out on Instagram and I don't know if she specifically defended his actions, but she basically was coming to his defense, asking people to shut up. And obviously it's not necessarily the take you want to go for. I just Googled it because I was interested. It's three felony counts of aggravated sexual battery. Yikes. That's yeah. where you just sit back yeah. and you let the court system do its thing. You just let the legal system do its thing. But I thought it was just mainly people just thinking she was annoying. I'm like, well, everyone thought Taylor Swift was annoying until like four seconds ago. And so, she's, I mean, she's, she is, con- I mean, she doesn't hold back. She is. A strong woman. She is very opinionated and um, she, if you come at her, mm-hmm. she's going to come at, she's going to come <laughs> like back her. at you harder. I think she's spicy. I like her. Yeah, and she's going to spray some champagne on you in the meantime. I'm <laughs> just telling you though, man. I mean, what are really the chances of two people actually getting married once they meet, right? So what are the chances of these two being together forever? This is going to end very poorly for him. No, it's not. If, this, if, this, if they don't get married... This is going to end really poorly for him. Absolutely. He already cashed in that check from his jersey sales. He's cruising. He's cruising. Financially, yeah, he'll be all right. Ooh, ooh. should he give her a cut? Oh. Mm. Dang. How about if she came at him and she's like, every single jersey that's been sold since we went out, I want 20% or 50%. That's great. She don't need his money. (laughs) She don't need his money. I know she don't need it, but. That's great. That is fair. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Yeah. A check is a check. Exactly. (laughs) All right. How does your marriage stack up to other couples? Well, a new Netflix movie has the stats to show you. It's on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Tommy's on drugs. <laughs> Is it the good stuff? Can you share? Are we allowed to have some too? I'm on all the drugs. <laughs> Tell I'm taking a lot of drugs over the weekend. <laughs> you want to go down the list? Uh, let's see. I got the flu shot. Uh-huh. I got my COVID update shot because I hadn't gotten that. And that put me out of the world for 24 hours. That sucked. <laughs> but... I'm trying to get skinny because I'm fat AF. <laughs> Is that what your doctor said when you walked in? They're like, hey, we've got a diagnosis for you. I just kind of go in. I should print a shirt that says, I know, I know. <laughs> well, and your, your lovely wife, Renee, who adores you, is she's been asking you to take control of your health for many years. Yeah. Like 20? That hasn't worked out. Being in radio, it's almost impossible. Unless you use drugs. That's a BS that, excuse. That is a BS right. excuse, Tommy. Says the skinny people who've never been fat. <laughs> Tommy, if it makes you feel better, the last time I went to the doctor and stepped on the scale, they said you don't have to look at the number if you don't want to. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Stop it. They did. I don't think it was meant to come off the way it is because I think some people are now skipping doing weigh-ins <laughs> or it's very triggering for some people. So I think they were trying to be extra nice. I'm sure they right. tell everyone. 
every person this. Like, you don't have to look down. You, I won't read it out loud. But I was just like, again, I wanted Tommy's shirt. I know. <laughs> the nurse always laughs at me because I try and take stuff out of my pockets like it's going to make a difference. <laughs> but uh, last time I went to the doctor, um, yeah, I'd been waiting for that. I'd been pretty proud for a long time because my mom's diabetic. And a lot of that stuff was hereditary. But for the longest time, I tested below that and didn't really feel like I was going to be diabetic. And now yeah, here I am. Uh, so you went, you got a test on it said, even at your weight, you're not diabetic. No, it said I'm diabetic. Oh, you are? Oh, now you oh. are. Yeah, now I am. Okay. So that's why. That was a nice run, buddy. That, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it kind of was. But, um, <laughs> but now I, I feel like if I lose the weight, it'll, it, that'll go away. Yeah, um, I mean, you can, you can, you can take control of that and you can reverse that in certain instances, depending on the type of diabetes that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's the good diabetes, I Okay, think. got it. <laughs> <laughs> good like your bad cholesterol and your good cholesterol. Uh-huh. There's two different kinds. Uh, that's how the doctor explained it. Okay. All right. So. So y- it's preventable. And with exercise, right? And eating re- well and taking the right drugs now. Yep. Okay. You can get all that stuff down. Now, yep. Th- so I had three choices. I had. A uh, choice of uh, getting a shot, getting a shot, or taking a pill. So I was going to opt for taking the pill, but that was going to cost me more. So I said, nah, give me the shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm ta- I had the choice between Ozempic and um, what's the one? Manjaro. I'm on? Manjaro. How does Cassie know that? And you don't know the drug that you I on. forget the names of them. <laughs> and uh, it sounds like a ride. At Disney. Manjaro. Manjaro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to Manjaro. Head over to Tomorrowland. I wrote it five times. What are the differences between the two? Uh, they're very much alike, but from what I'm reading from studies, is uh, it sounds like Manjaro's better. I know Ozempic's been like the celebrity thing, and I think both are trying to get approved for weight loss, and they probably will be approved for weight loss pretty soon. But right now, they're just, uh, you know, Diabetes drugs. Okay, right so now. she puts you on it for the diabetes with kind of a wink, wink, though. Yes. Okay. But that's what it's used for. Uh-huh. No, he has yeah. diabetes, mm-hmm. so Manjaro is not yet approved for weight loss. Yeah, but I mean, that, it does it, and it does it more effectively than just, Ozempic. It's a nice side effect. Yes, mm-hmm. that, and that's what okay. they learned with those. Like these are <clears> drugs that were used for yeah. diabetes, and then one of the side effects was losing weight, and then everybody was like, <laughs> "Let's take it then." Right. So the difference between you and Rebecca is. Rebecca was pre 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 diabetic, right? Pre, and that's why they wanted to put her on it. But you are diabetic, and the grief of getting of taking that first shot is like when I got my tattoo. It's like the anticipation is way worse than the actual shot. Oh yeah, is it like oh, a little yeah. baby like shot, or it's is like it a, a it's like in a pen? It's like in a preloaded oh, pen, yeah. and you just pop. Oh. You can do it on your abdomen, the back of your arm. Hell no, and. uh or your thigh, and I did my thigh. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, punch it, and you hear, you feel the pinch, and then it's like 10 seconds, and you're good to go. So if you went in there, and you got tested, right, and they said you still weren't in, the, you still didn't test for diabetes, would you have gone on it, or would you have started to take your weight loss more seriously, or would you, it be nah. the same, same, think, old, same old? I think this is the tipping point. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I'm sure that was, like... A huge punch and a huge yeah, slap. I, a, I don't want to lose my eyesight because I love watching movies. And uh, two, I like my legs. Yeah. And my feet. <laughs> yep. All right. So I'm, I'm proud of you for starting to take control. Now, what other things are you doing to get yourself? Well, for this, 
for instance, this morning, I have a Coke Zero, which they said in the video, I could drink Coke Zero. There's no sugar in it. No one's arguing with you. I'm sorry. Bert's face had argument all over. I'm not going to argue with you. And if I only had okayed by your doctor, they certainly know that. I only had one pack of mini muffins this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Those are four little muffins with chocolate chips. You know, I, uh, Normally, I would have that, Pop-Tarts, and possibly a honey bun. You know the Manjaro does help with your blood sugar levels, so I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sensing sarcasm. No, I mean, it really does. It, it's, uh, it helps your... It targets insulin resistance, and it does help you regulate your blood sugar. That's why you end up feeling full faster and stuff like that. So you probably, you're probably fine. And you did say this morning, like, you took your first shot, and, like, you're not... Yeah, I took it right? on Saturday morning. Okay. And it was... It remarkably happened fast. I'd read that it could happen fast. It differs for people, but I haven't been as hungry. Have you ever thought about doing therapy with your... And to talk about your relationship with food? I haven't... No. Didn't you do the Noom thing or Nom, whatever it's called? Yes, I did do that. Isn't don't they play like on the psychological part of the whole thing? Yeah, but I got tired of reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to read stuff on an app. Well, enjoy your diabetes for the rest of your life because it really sounds like you're. On it does not going to be for the rest of my life. Okay, all right. I'm going to mm-hmm. get skinny. It's not about getting. I will skinnies. be below two hundred. By sometime next year. Skinny people have diabetes, too. Yes, they do. This is about the diabetes. The weight loss is just a nice bonus, Tom. No, I think I think my diabetes are caused by fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish you the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so let's get an update on texting tutor because we tried to help her out. She wouldn't shoot her shot by herself, so we tried to give her a little help on Friday. Paige hit us up. She wanted help reconnecting with a crush from high school named Alex. She ran into him a couple years back at a grocery store, and they had a spark, but he was married at the time. She found out now that he's single, he's divorced, and since their high school reunion was this weekend, she wanted our help asking him out. We hit him up, but homeboy had super low energy, did not seem excited at all to hear from her, but we did manage to snag Paige an invite to a pregame group hang. Alex didn't have the info of where or when this hang was, so that's where we left it. He was going to follow up with details, and we gave Paige strict instructions to not send any emoji and to only follow up mm. once, day of, if she hadn't heard from him. And that's where we left it. Hey, Bird Show fam. The reunion was a lot of fun. I may not have achieved my goal yet. However, seeing all my old friends was really fun, and I'm glad I went. As for Alex, he didn't end up texting me a place or location. Mm-hmm. I waited like you had suggested and I texted him the day of and asked if he had a time and place. He texted me back right away, which seemed promising. He gave me the time and place. I showed up and there were a lot of people there that I hadn't been friends with in school. So that made me nervous. He wasn't there when I got there. A few minutes later, he walked in... With a date. There it is. There it is. (laughs) It wasn't anyone I knew. After some brief catching up with the few people that I did know, I left that gathering early and I felt really defeated. When I got to the reunion, I felt so much more comfortable because all my old crew was there. About halfway through the night, he found me and asked me why I'd left the earlier gathering. I made up an excuse about needing to meet up with some other friends. I could be wrong, but I felt like he was disappointed I left. Then I watched him throughout the rest of the night and he and his date seemed to be annoyed with each other. Mm. They didn't really seem like this was going, they didn't really seem like this was going to be a successful long-term relationship. At the end of the reunion, a bunch of us were going out. He wanted to go, but his date didn't want to. So he left, but was definitely annoyed and disappointed. So that's where things are now. So my plan is to casually start DMing him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is a good plan? Thanks for your help. Page. I think it's a pretty decent plan. I think so, too. Yeah. Now, she might be seeing this through the lens of somebody that really wants to go out with this guy, so <laughs> she might be seeing something that's not there, but it can't hurt. I mean, as long as it's casual. Yeah, I don't see how it could hurt, but I don't, I don't think she should be too consistent in it. I think she should just kind of make sure he knows that she's uh, available and interested, but casually. Mm-hmm. No, I think she should wait till he reaches out first. Really? He's clearly booed up with somebody, and if some, if I'm dating a guy and some girl starts sliding into his DMs, I'm gonna start a fight about it. And I 100% see that happening with his relationship. If all of a sudden Paige is sliding into his DMs mm-hmm. and texts, it's gonna seem like a threat to the relationship, and I don't think it's gonna do her any favors. Oh, I think she's the slide in. I'm team slide in, for sure. Get aggressive. Make, not like aggressive, even though that is aggressive. So yes. Beep. Aggressive. <laughs> Beep. E. Aggressive. Um, slide in. Be like, um, good to see you. Wish we could have hung out more. Um, if you want to. Um, if you ever want to catch up. Yeah. If you ever want to catch up, let me know. And like one of those. She should leave it at that though. Yes. yes. She yeah. should. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, because 
she needs, I worry that this will just go and fizzle and poof and gone. So just put it out there that you're still interested in seeing him again and then let him take it from there. And at least she knows that the energy, because he wasn't giving us a lot of energy, was coming from him dating someone yes. and not necessarily that he just wasn't interested. It's not it that makes he, sense now. Yeah, it's not that he doesn't like her. It's just that he's seeing somebody else. Right. Mm. Err on the side of being coy. Don't try too hard. Just let him make the move, right? Because she is a little overly... Like, she's a goober. She's a goober. We, we established that during during our um, segment. She's a little bit of a goober. She loves to she loves to use the emojis, and there's nothing unsexier than a than a thumbs up emoji. DMs are tough out there for the goobers too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> trying too hard. Yep. All right, we got a couple of extra seconds here, so let me run this by you guys. Have you guys heard of the Scandinavian sleep method? No. No. That some people are saying is saving their marriages. Okay, this is on TikTok from over the weekend. My husband and I love Copenhagen. We've been a bunch of times, and every time we go, I say, when I get home, I'm going to give our house a Copenhagen-inspired makeover, and we're starting in the bedroom. No top sheet. Those things are absolutely useless. We're getting rid of that. And then the most exciting part is we're going to be doing the Scandinavian sleep method. So in Copenhagen, not once have I slept with one duvet. It is always two twins, and we sleep so good. No one's fighting over blankets. Nobody's too hot or too cold. But this is just absolutely the comfiest way to sleep. I 10 out of 10 recommend it. It could save marriages. Is this so simple it's brilliant? Yeah, kind of. Because, I mean, my <laughs> husband gets on me all the time about, I, I steal the covers. Yeah. We do this in my house. You do. Mm-hmm. And they don't match, though. It doesn't look cute. But, like, at some point, we had, um, excuse me, two comforters, and they split up between us, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't wake up. I'm not cold in the middle of the night because he rolled over and yanked the sheets. I'm not yanking against him. It, 100% recommend. Yeah, I mean, it. when I heard it this morning, I'm like, this is the most obvious thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. The Bird Show. When to step forward and say something to a friend or when is it just not your business? On Friday, it was all about her being 25 years old and sleeping in the same bed with her parents. Ooh. Shut up. She found out that her Good girlfriend, who is 25, sleeps with her parents, her adult parents. And she finds this very odd. She finds it weird. She finds it abnormal. And it's not because they don't have, like, an extra room or a bed for her to sleep in when she visits. This is entirely by choice. Um, And her friend has said it makes her feel comfortable and safe. And we were all like, enough said. But this particular friend was like, I am weirded out by this. This is too much, and I want to bring it up to her and, like, make her aware that this is not appropriate. And we were all in consensus, like, mind your business. Worry about yourself. Like, if it's not hurting you, then why should you interfere with what she wants to do? Is it odd? Sure. Don't know a lot of people that do this, but it's what makes her happy, so... Let it go. Now, when you say you don't know a lot of people that do this. I don't know any people that do this. <laughs> well, now we know one person. We do. Well, and dad's in the bed. Yep. Mom's in the bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there she is. 20, at, 25. Yeah. At 25 years old, sleeping mm-hmm. with her parents. Right yep. in the middle. If you met a girl who did that, would you still date her? I would not. Okay. I would not. Um... If it was a dude that came to me and told me that, though, oh, I'd give him relentless crap. We I talked would, about I, I that. Yeah. Oh, the jokes <laughs> would be nonstop. Right. I think I would really need to know what what, what her motivation was for it because that, that, I mean, I hate to sound judgmental, but that's weird. 
It's it different. That's freaking weird. It's objectively it's weird. She's 25 years old sleeping with her parents. Kristen, that's weird. That's weird. It is different. Say it's weird. It's different. It's weird. It's differently weird. <laughs> All right, so follow up. Thanks for all the opinions, guys. However, I think there may have been some confusion on your end. I'm wondering if it may change your opinions. It seems that you all thought it was weird, but said that I should not say anything. I believe you said since she is just a friend, I should stay out of it. It seems you thought it would be different if she was a significant other. This is where the confusion is. She is my girlfriend. Uh <laughs> Today is a show for weirdos and goobers. I think this says more about him than her at this point. Oh, okay. She is my significant other. If she was just a friend, I wouldn't care. I think it was weird, but that is all. However, if this is the woman I plan to propose to, I think it's weird that she still sleeps with her parents. So knowing that, do I insist that this stops? I'll be spending Thanksgiving with them which would involve staying at their house. I understand not sleeping in the same bed while under their roof until we are married. However, it's going to be very awkward for me to be sleeping in one room while my adult <laughs> girlfriend is in the other room sleeping with her parents. Now, now fam, you got to crawl up in that bed with her. <laughs> yeah. It's all or nothing. We're just, we're just together. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> it's different. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to resolve this before then. <laughs> Any new thoughts, or do you still think I need to mind my own business? Okay, right. so this Oops. isn't. We misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> we yeah. did. This isn't just weird, it's dysfunctional. Like, there's got to be a therapist listening right now that would give advice. This is super dysfunctional. There's something going else going on here. There's a level of attachment and um, codependency. That is excessive. You are being so PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's effing weird, okay? You are so judgmental. <laughs> I can't win on this show. <laughs> Look, there is some, there's something else going on here. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does change things for sure. That is your significant other. Now, it's not so funny. If it was a friend, it would be funny. But what do you say? I mean, she's already said that she's not doing it for any religious reason, cultured reason, anything like that, it just makes her comfortable. And I don't know what you do other than give her an ultimatum to stop. Yeah, he needs a new girlfriend. You can't, there's no coming back from this. If I knew that my boyfriend was sleeping with his parents, I, it, hmm. it's, it goes so far past an ick. It's just like a full on like, yeah. so <laughs> I, I mean, I would, for my own curiosity, I want him to ask her, like, what's the deal? Is it like a trauma response? Do you mm -hmm. just enjoy it? But, um, yeah, get to the bottom of it and then dump her. Well, how do you even bring this up in conversation for the first time? He's, like, hey. Hey, he's going to Thanksgiving with her. Be like, listen, um, I'm excited about going home with you and spending Thanksgiving with your family. However, I'm going to be really uncomfortable if you sleep in the bed with your parents. Rather than wow. sleeping with me. This is like right out of a sitcom. It is. And then that's when I'm I'm very, I'm a huge, um, I think finding out the why of a behavior is very important. So that's when I would dig in and be like, like, why do you feel that you need this level of comfort? Why do you feel like you need to go to this level sleeping with your parents in order to find comfort and safety? Because I feel like there might be something deeper there. I'm certainly talking to her, but I wonder if you go to Thanksgiving and you can't get anything out of her, do you mention it to the parents? 
Because <gasps> it's, it's weird for them to be doing it, too. Oh, yes. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both sides of the street are weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole house of weird, man. Yes. I think I'm with Abby. I don't even go. It's, this relationship's think, over. This is over? You know yeah. what it reminds me of? That SNL skit when they're all sitting around the table at Thanksgiving and they baby bird each other when the parents chew up the field. Yes. Yes. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. One of the top movies on Netflix right now is a new flick that just came out called Love at First Sight. And I watched it over the weekend. It was really cute. If you haven't seen it yet, it's about two people who fall in love at an airport. But are they naked? <laughs> We're not interested unless we can see their dingaling. <laughs> Have you watched any more of uh, Naked Attraction? No, absolutely not. My mother was in town all weekend, which Talk I did. Talk about good family bonding. Dude, it did cross my mind. Like, how funny would it be if I was sat there and be like, oh, mom, I want to show you this new show. And I just started playing it and I wanted to film her reaction. It's Jimmy's favorite. <laughs> you know, that's like the top show on HBO right now, Naked Attraction. Is it? it is. I want to be clear that because we've been talking about it so much. This is not porn. No. It's, it's like anti-porn, actually. <laughs> um, it, it's just, it's a fascinating experiment about nudity because the people on the show are so comfortable nude. And I will be honest with you, my fans, I started watching it also. It makes you feel m- much better about your own body. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're all like average. I mean, that that's that's what's out on them them streets right Uh there. That's Mm -hmm. that's it. So. I There's mean, all different regular. types of boobies yep. and vajayjays and penises mm-hmm. yeah, and butts. Lots of hairy butts. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad look. It's interesting seeing nude people in a non-sexual environment. But anyway, yeah. back to my very wholesome film that's rated PG-13. So there's not nudity, but you know. Not. So it's a movie? It's a movie. And basically it's about two people who fall in love at an airport, fully clothed. And one of the guy's quirks in the films film is that he's obsessed with statistics. So throughout the entire film, he's like rattling off the statistics of how likely they are to be together and blah, 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 blah. And spoiler alert, because this is a clearly romantic film, the couple gets together. I know that's shocking. And the narrator ends up listing off their romantic stats at the end. So they're married for 58 years, had this many arguments, kissed as many times, had sex as many times. And I decided to compare them to the average married couple statistics for mm. to see how they stack up. Like, are they are they better or worse compared to the average couple? So in the movie, it says that they were married for 58 years and had a total of 1,462 arguments. Do you think the average married couple has more or less arguments than that? Oh, God. 1,400 and what? 1,462. I guess the 62 doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> 1,400 fights? In 58 years? In 58 oh. years. So what? that's 25 arguments a year. Ha! Daily. <laughs> uh, way, way more. more. Way more. The real real couple. No. I'm going to... Mm, more or less. You said 25 a well, month? Fights and arguments, like, God, they, they, they're different. I would have thought more, too. More All than right, 1,400. You're... God, this sounds so freaking exhausting. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, higher probably. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say lower. I want it to be lower. <laughs> That's very helpful of you because the answer is five thousand eight hundred oh arguments. Oh, why would you? Get married? Don't get married. <laughs> I'm telling you, just don't. But do I mean, it. they could be big arguments. They could be little arguments. They didn't, you know, size doesn't matter when it comes to fighting. <laughs> 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 okay, and for kissing, they said that over the span of fifty-eight years, they only kissed. 12,872 times. Do you think the average couple kisses more or less than that? I hope it's more. I'm a fan of the kissing. 
I so hope it's more. 221 times a year. I'm, I'm going to say more. More, for sure. Less. less. Less than that? Yeah, I'm thinking less. So this is the one that has the biggest disparity between the average real-life couple and the fake couple because I don't understand how the math is mathing with this because, no. no um, the average couple kisses 572,000, I don't know how to say that, 572,033 it, it's it's six figures, essentially. 572,033 <laughs> kisses. Yes, it's a lot. Like, I mean, a ridiculous amount. So yeah. if, if this is right in the movie for, you know, this fictional couple, they only kiss once every 1.6 days. Yeah. No way. You, I mean, you sh- hopefully what? you do it every day. Every day? What? Do you get... No. You, you kiss every day, right? No. No? I mean... It's a, I'd like to, but I don't keep track. But like, there can be like a couple of days where we haven't kissed. Really? Yeah. You too? My husband, this is something that we are, it's ever since our vacation, it is priority. Um, I, we kiss each other before I leave and we kiss each other before we go to bed. Huh. So we kiss at least twice a day. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, at least twice a day. That's how we start the day. That's how we end the day. Interestingly enough, uh, when I was at the baby shower over the weekend, I was outside with about maybe eight married men, all married. And my date brought me a drink from inside and then gave me a kiss and went back in. And every married guy was yeah. like, oh, y'all must have just started dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that must be brand new. So maybe that's true. Well, the math wasn't mathing when I compared it to how many times they have sex because they've had 5,787 sexy times over the 58 years. The average married couple, 3,248. So, so every t- that means they're really only kissing when they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good time. <laughs> save it. That's a good time. For more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. The Bird Show. Sleep talking gets you in a lot of trouble. We've had a lot of people call us up that have been on Ambien and say they wake up like the next morning and they've got like McDonald's wrappers all around them in bed, right? Painted their garage purple. Shaved their son's head. What? They don't even remember. On Ambien. Yeah, on Ambien, Gosh. right? But specifically, the, the eating thing is they don't even remember going to McDonald's, driving in the car to McDonald's, ordering their food, and then eating it while they're in bed. So it can certainly happen while you're sleeping, right? Uh, and we got two members of the Burt Show that either sleep talk or sleep eat. Where are we starting? <laughs> you want to start with the talking or the eating? <laughs> I enjoy both of those activities. So. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you go ahead and uh, give us a part two of your of your eating debacle? Well, yeah, I'm a bad eater. We found that out. Um, <laughs> was this on Friday? No, this was remember when he was talking about, about oh, his diet. Oh, just saying that you don't know anything yeah. about diet. Okay, yeah, yeah. So some people take Ambien. Some people have to eat horrible things in bed and drive everyone in their life crazy. That's me. I'm the latter. Um, is that ladder? Yeah. Number two? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I guess I was confused too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, need, I need something to eat in bed before I go to sleep. Usually it's goldfish. Sometimes it's hot fries. But recently and more frequently, I've been eating before bed, going to bed, waking up covered in goldfish. <laughs> so this is the... It's fine to be covered in goldfish. I could forgive myself for that. The problem is, is that I get to sweating at night too. Oh, so I got stinky. all these. I got all these goldfish <laughs> you got all over soggy me. Soggy goldfish. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just getting them wet 
ruining sheets. I've just been going through sheets. God, your girlfriend is one lucky one. Oh, <laughs> is she in the bed with you in the soggy goldfish? She's in it with the soggy wow. goldfish and me. Uh-huh. Yeah, she doesn't she know that it's happening, it. but she'll wake up and see me with my eyes closed just shoveling goldfish into my stupid face. Curious, because you're in college. What size mattress do you have? Uh, Please be a twin. Please I don't be a twin. know the sizes, but it's not very wide. <laughs> It's it's room for me and a little lady. I'm just curious of the picture. Have you ever woken up in the morning and not known that there are goldfish like stuck to your back and your ass? One hundred percent. Well, that's how I wake up. Is and you can you're so ashamed of yourself. You wake up just covered in goldfish. You got a crummy bed, and you're just like, what is wrong with me? I'm. I know that I give off the appearance of someone very put together and neat. Yes, you yeah. do. Turns yeah. out I'm a real mess. <laughs> it's all news to us, Mikey. Yeah. So, okay. All right. All right. So there we've covered eating in bed. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, are you talking in bed also? Uh-uh. Okay, so that's just you. No, his mouth yeah. is yeah, full of goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> Solamente a ti, that's me, baby. Um, by the way, does everybody eat in bed? Because I can't eat in bed. I yeah. do. I can't I do, do it. Yes. You do. Well, yeah, I do. That's gross. I can't do it anymore. It's oh. forbidden in my house after I spilled a large Popeye sweet tea in bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fried chicken. And then Chad oh. said, I can't do it anymore. Waking up next to the, the crumbs all up in Ooh, your bed. Cr- it's gross. Oh, no. I, I If I could, I would eat. Eating? I know. Yeah. I would eat every meal in bed. I have a tray. Get a little yeah. tray. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Okay. I'm for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll have an entire meal. Yeah. Just Chinese to go order, yeah. Doritos, whatever. Right there in bed. My TV's in there. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and y'all got couches? That's where I eat. A couch. I, well, it depends on how tired I am. Yeah. Uh. Couches are cold. The bed is so warm. Laying down is nice. All right, Amber. So are we talk about eating or are we talking about talking? Oh, we're talking about talking. talking. I mean, I do both, but I talk in my sleep sometimes. Um, it tends to happen if I'm super tired or I got super lit the night before. You know what I mean? Like a little mm-hmm. drunk discussion. I remember one time I had a conversation. I was on the phone with someone and, you know, you kind of fall asleep and they're like, they won't go. So they just let you fall asleep. It's weird. Anyways. Anyway, I had a dream and I woke myself up screaming, Spider-Man, give me back my wallet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> wow. you know, he robbed me. Yeah. That's really like, Clearly he did. Right. Yeah. This is a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That SOB. You <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I do talk in my sleep, and I downloaded an app in my phone. I think it's called, like, Sleep Recorder app, because I was curious as to what I was saying. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and also, if you're a paranormal investigator, you can see if there's any spirits in your bedroom. Mm. Another way to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I say very strange things. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and, let I guess, let you guys hear it from yourself. All right, how many clips do it? And these are you sleep talking. These are me okay. sleep talking. You woke me up earlier, Samantha. Somebody was going to ask me to marry them, and you had to wake me up. <laughs> Bitch, I was going to ask me to marry them in real life. That <laughs> was my one chance. There's nobody in bed with you. No. Who's Samantha? Samantha? Is that, was that the name? Samantha's my cat. <laughs> oh no! It, she ruined your chance to get married. She ruined my chance, Abby. You get it, like cats—they just kind of jump in your bed sometimes, and at certain times they have like a lot of energy. Yeah. So she just kind of runs around, and that was one of those nights where she was like, "Screw your rest! I'm gonna jump in your chest." All so, right. Knowing yeah. that Samantha is a cat, can we hear that clip again? <laughs> you woke me up earlier, Samantha. 
somebody was going to ask me to marry them, you had to wake me up. Bitch, man, who's going to ask me to marry them in real life? Not one chance. Did you call your cat an effing fantastic. I did. <laughs> I also call her a, a little S word, too, because sometimes she's, she's, she's oh. just disrespectful. Oh, God. <laughs> Any others that you would like to play, Tommy? My butt feels weird. <laughs> My butt feels weird. I have no My idea what that was feels about. weird. Samantha has something to do with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's one of Mikey's goldfish. <laughs> Samantha's active, man. <laughs> Give me them turkey legs. What was Give that? Me Give me them turkey legs. <laughs> Give me them turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, what? I dream about food in my sleep. I just don't eat it, I guess. Now, everybody has to decide who would you rather sleep next to in a full bed? Not a queen, not a king, but a full bed. Mikey and his sweaty goldfish or Amber and her sleep talking? Amber, all day. (laughs) What? Uh, are you crazy? No, you can eat goldfish, goldfish with me, man. No, sir. <laughs> no, they're sir. so good in bed. Amber, <laughs> easily, because I ain't sharing it with three people. Oh. Mikey, his girlfriend, and the goldfish. No hey. way. I'm a snack girl, Mikey. 100%. Yeah, what fun. A- Amber all day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You make this so a real fun. thing. I get off <laughs> <laughs> Take the win. Take the win. <laughs> The Bird Show. All right, Cassie, a little bit of a reality check. Now that we're talking about food here, let's go right in, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm very evident that this is my own past with food coming back, not to haunt me, but sort of dictating how I'm interacting in this situation. And if you're a new listener, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. Um, some disordered eating, weight gain. It's just, it's been a real journey. And um, I really made a conscious effort to sort of curtail it and fix those things with the birth of my daughter because I didn't want her to grow up with food issues, especially not ones that I had imparted onto her, which is where we're at this weird crossroads because I'm also very aware, which is so weird. It's so much easier with your kids of what she eats and feeding her healthy foods, but making sure she is exposed to, I'm just going to call it junk food just for the sake of this conversation. Um, junk food as well so that it doesn't become a hyperfixation, right? So it's like if they never get a cookie, when they're around cookies, they go nuts. And that's what happened to me growing up. It's not like it was restricted in my house. We just didn't have it. And so, but if I make, I make her the cookies or I make her whatever, like the, the chicken nuggets or whatever. So I know exactly what's in them. So it's still junk food and it still tastes really good. It's just without the added, bleh, all the fillers and like there's stuff that you don't even mm-hmm. know about that's in your mozzarella cheese. It's like, sawdust essentially that you're eating to stop it from sticking together and it won't hurt you i just don't want my poor little three-year-old eating that stuff even though i have i've chilled out a little bit on a lot of it but she's going to school now where they feed her snacks and food and it's all of the stuff that i have been so diligently avoiding and it's it's not that she's going to get these foods and i know she'll be eating them later in life she's just so small and i just don't want her eating this this crap and it's not nutritionally balanced. And I know this because I have done so much research looking into it. And I really started having a panic attack on that's extreme, but getting very panicky thinking of her eating this stuff, but she has to eat and she has to have snacks and she has to be exposed to it. And I'm kind of at this, I haven't said anything to her obviously, because I am not going to be that person to impart that onto her, but 
it's been really tough for me. So Bart is very particular about what Jimmy eats. And that's been like his forte where he's done the studies and the deep dives and stuff like that to find him like the most balanced diet for, you know, his brain development and sleeping, etc. So we were responsible for snacks last week for Jimmy's class. Every parent um, is responsible for like one week. There's 12 kids in the class. So that's five days of snacks for 12 kids. So I'm going to run through what we got, and you let me know if you would have been cool with Mm. Hazel having that or not, okay? Okay. All right. So we got little boxes of raisins. That's that's cute. Okay. It's cute. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm choking hazard is my thing, but I'm sure Uh, it's completely fine. Yes. Okay. Uh, We got little boxes of raisins. Um, We got uh, the squeeze apple uh, sauces. Those are great. Are these things you're picking or that other parents? No, this is what we chose for snacks last week for the entire class because every family is responsible Uh, for one mm -hmm. week to bring in. Those are great so far. The the squeezable yogurts. I I would have to. It's the Siggies. Yeah, Sickies is great. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we also did the pirate booty. Yeah. That one is a hesitation one for me, though. I'm sure it's fine, and that, I'm sure that's just me being me. Uh-huh. What's wrong with that one? I need to look into the ingredients more. Uh-huh. Honestly, I feel like there might be some natural flavors or, which, God, I, I, listen, I listen to myself. I under, no, I want you to know I hear myself. You're not and wrong. And I sound psycho, no, but it's not okay. Wrong. When you look at what the chemicals and the dyes mm-hmm. that we allow in our country that others don't, I mean, because we live here, it's what we're used to, mm-hmm. but there's so many people are getting more educated about it. You're not wrong. I know. I just feel like and an we- insane person. And you're not insane. Like, we highly regulate Jimmy's sugar intake, right? Right. So we were at the aquarium yesterday for the reunion and the Burt's Big Adventure reunion, and they had cookies. And, you know, we we splurge every now and then, and there there, there are treats. God, that kid was cracked out on sugar. <laughs> 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 when they don't get it a lot, and they do, woo! Well, they bounce. I've talked about this app before, and I'm not getting paid for this. The, it's a it's Y-U-K-A, and I think I told Cassie about you it. You did, yeah. It's an app that you can just scan the barcode on any food, any cosmetic pro- product, any cleaning product, and it immediately rates it from a one to a, a hundred. Because you don't know what chemicals are in there. I could read the label. I'm not smart enough to know that. So this app takes a look at it and tells you what uh, toxic chemicals are in there which are safe and it ranks it from a one to 100 and i swear to you i use that five times a day now and i don't want you to feel like teachers have it that you already have their hands full blah 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 i know you don't want to be a burden and i know you don't want to be like you know you don't want to be difficult or anything like that there is nothing wrong with you going to hazel's teacher and be like listen this is an area that's really important to me and providing them with some other snacks that these are on my no list and so Instead of giving her those, if you could give her these, I'd really appreciate it. That's a good point, but they don't allow, allow outside food because oh. there are allergies. So I'm really oh. in, in in a bind here, and which I love. They so take they allergies. they provide everything. Yeah, it's so serious, but they're providing everything, and I just don't love everything. But it's one of those things. If I stop her from eating that, then all her classmates get it, and then she has a thing in her head. Mm-hmm. But if I let her eat it, she might be ingesting stuff that I necessarily don't like, and I'm just, like, ready to get to the point yeah. in her life where I'm like, whatever. It's just going to happen. I'll tell you what. I'm not there yet. Yeah, this caring about your kids thing is really, it's really it's getting, exhausting. It's exhausting, yeah. I should try, I mean, what my parents did. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, didn't care, they didn't care at all. And look at you. Look at me. You're five, super successful. I'm five foot four and stop going in the eighth grade. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show Fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.